You are listening to My Best Life Now with Julieta Piovs, episode number 35. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of My Best Life Now podcast, a place where you can learn simple tips on living the life you were created for. If you want to find your life purpose or tap into your personal power so you can feel confident and excited about life again, this is the place for you. I am your host, Julieta Piox. Let's get started. Hello, hello. How are you doing out there in the world? The Piox family is finally feeling better and making a comeback from having COVID for the past two to three weeks. It took 22 months, but it finally caught up with us. I am very thankful, though, I have to say that there was no need for us to go to the hospital and we were able to manage our symptoms here at home. We were able to rest. We read a lot. We binge watched Netflix. I got to see all the fun that Emily gets to do while working in Paris and also finished watching my favorite karate show, watching how LaRusso and Lawrence joined their dojos to defeat the enemy. I also watched some of my favorite movies again and again. You get the idea. Today, although I may not sound 100%, I feel like I'm back 100%. Thank God. One of the books I read during quarantine that really grabbed my attention from the very beginning of this book is the book The Gap and the Gain from Dan Sullivan. Sitting right there on my couch in the midst of all the coughing and the chills and the headaches and feeling bad for not being able to do all the things I normally get to do, and getting behind and making progress on my coaching program and updating my training updates for my coaching clients. And oh my goodness, the world is going to end, right? How dare COVID show its ugly face in my home at this time? As if there was another time for COVID to show up, that was a better time. Anyway, the day I started reading this book, I realized I have been focusing on the wrong thing all along and making myself feel worse than the job COVID was already doing on myself. The line went on when I read in one of the first pages that, and I quote, no matter how much success you have, you're perpetually dissatisfied with your progress. It feels like you're still far from achieving your biggest goals. And here's what the light went on for me. The problem is not in the quantity or quality of your success and achievements. The problem is how you measure your success. What? I had to read that again because I thought my eyesight must not be right due to all this COVID stuff going on. But no, I have read that right the first time. It was all about how I have been measuring my success. After reading this quote in this book about that the problem is how I measure my success, I had to go back and think about all the things that I have done in my life and think about how I had measured my success. Then I only had one question to ask myself. It's not what I have to lose if I try this or that. It's actually what do I have to gain? So what have you got to lose? Have you asked yourself that question before? Or should that question have been all along, what have you got to gain? And this is what today's topic is all about today. Let's dig in. Our entire life, many of us live with the belief that we are on the losing end of something. 
When there is change in our life, we immediately think about what will be taken away and also what are the things we will not get to do anymore due to that change. This is only normal. Our brain is designed to protect us and to keep us from feeling any kind of negative feeling or pain. The problem is, is that we are capable of so much more than what we are doing right now, but we continue to operate at a level where we are comfortable and where we feel, quote unquote, safe. When we think about success in our life, in any area of our life, we cut ourselves short when we see the goal we have set for ourselves and think, that is too complicated. It will never work. I need more time to achieve that. I'm not skilled enough to make it happen. I don't have what it takes to get to the finish line. Why do we think this way, do you think? Because we are looking at the distance between where we are right now and what is left to reach our goal. What if you begin to think about your success in the opposite direction of your goal? Let me explain. Right now, you might be operating at a level that everyone else thinks of you as impressive and superior, but you. You feel like you've fallen short. You feel like you're not making it happen. You feel like you're lowered the standard for yourself. Why? Your brain is trying to keep you comfortable and pain-free. I love teaching about the basics of how our brain works and more specifically about how our thinking works. When I coach my clients, I talk about how we are more powerful than we think, and we actually already have the answers inside of us. All we need to do is to look inside ourselves and dig them out. Our brains are powerful tools. The main function of our brain is to problem solve. When was the last time you were with a group of people or with your family or anyone and you encountered a problem and everyone right away started coming up with their own way of how to solve that problem? There were ideas flying everywhere. Everybody had an opinion. Everybody knew how to solve that problem. Yes, because that's when our brains are the happiest. When we use our brains to visualize, achieve, and then get to go measure our progress by figuring out if the idea worked out or not, that is when our brain is functioning at its finest. But here, my friends, is where most of our brains freeze. We quit, and we call it done, and we give up. And we do this because depending on what the goal is we are trying to achieve, we have two ways to measure our progress. By looking at how much more we have left to achieve it, the problem, or how much we have gained in the process of achieving it, what we have already made or created or achieved in the process. I want to offer, based on the book that I read, The Gain and the Gap, that the best way to measure your progress in any area of your life is to think of a specific goal you want to achieve and focus on that specific goal rather than generalizing the idea of what you want and taking ownership of that. Then be ready to live your own experience of attaining that goal. For example, you may be wanting to move to a different job and you begin searching for what is available. Your goal may be, I need to get a new job. Tom or Mary just got a new job, so it should be fairly easy for me to do it or just do what they did, or simply begin to search for open positions. Unless you set a specific goal or getting a specific type of job in a specific company or industry, 
earning a specific amount of money with the benefits that you want. You will be measuring your progress or of finding a job or not finding a job based on other people's expectations and experiences. And you may never arrive at your dream job because you don't even know what that is. On the other hand, if your goal is, I want to get a job as a marketing director in an international company where I can get to travel at least 50% of the time and manage a team of three to five people and make between 120 to 150K per year with full benefits, I'm open to working remotely and manage my team that way too. Now you have something specific to measure your progress up against. Not based on what Tom or Mary did or the type of job they got or how long it took them to land a new job, but against your specific requirements. As time goes by during our search, you can see how much progress you've made based on the work you have done. You can even measure how much more you've developed professionally by getting ready for a new job and you keep going until you find the job you pictured in your mind. This will help avoid frustration, fear, and especially avoid comparing your progress with anyone else's but your own. One more thing I want to say about our brain is that many of us have grown up using other people's brains. Our belief system, the decisions we make, the thoughts we have, and the actions we take are all using other people's brains. Our parents' brains, our teachers' brains, our mentors' brains. Whoever has been telling you how things are supposed to be, and then you follow. When you begin to use your own brain is when you set your own specific goals and appreciate your own specific experience and no one else's. So how do we get good at measuring by what we've already achieved? Begin an exercise that will set you up for success and that will show you how much you've gained in whatever journey you're pursuing. As you know, our behavior and thought process either makes us happy or unhappy. I'm going to assume that you'd like to aim for the happy side more than for the unhappy, right? At the end of each day, measure three wins that you had that day and visualize three new wins that you want to achieve the next day. You can qualify a win as anything that you can measure as being better today than it was yesterday. It can be something you worked on today where you made progress or maybe a new opportunity you can measure. Don't worry about the size of your win. All wins are important. As you do this, the more you acknowledge your wins of any size, the more you'll see the opportunity for more wins. The more attention you give to the wins, the progress you've made and the habits that got you there, the more your bad habits and negative thoughts will get crowded out. Begin this today. Remember, three wins you had today and visualize three new ones you want for the next day. I want to leave you with three things that I talked about today. Number one, your mind is bigger than your brain. We use our brain to experience the world around us, but our mind allows us to experience these things in different ways and from different perspectives. Number two, to see what you have gained, you can only measure specific goals, not general ideas. Focus on a specific goal you are after and measure your progress to what you have already achieved rather than how far you have to go. This will also give you more clarity. And number three, use your brain rather than anyone else's brain. 
Begin using your own brain by setting your own goals and appreciating your own specific experience. If you would like to learn more about this topic, check out the book, The Gap and the Game, written by Dan Sullivan. I think you will enjoy it and it will change your perspective on how you live your life. That's it. I hope you got some valuable nuggets from this episode and more specifically, I hope I've inspired you to take some action toward focusing on what you have to gain. Thank you for listening to my Best Life Now podcast. Please share this podcast with a friend or anyone else who can benefit from these useful tips. Come visit me at julietapiox.com to learn about my coaching services to check out some of the resources I have available, and to download one or two of my free tools that will help you start living your best life. Until next week, go ahead and live your best life now. (laughs) 